from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Coming up in about 30 minutes, we'll chat with Sebastian Ajo. We'll get to the bottom of the Finnish dinosaur heavy metal kids group. It's a real thing. Heavy Saurus is the name of it. I'm curious if Sebastian Ajo grew up watching Heavy Saurus. He learned how to brush his teeth because of heavy metal dinosaurs singing about it. I'm curious. We'll, we'll find that out at the top of the hour. Why haven't I heard this? You never, you never heard of Heavy Saurus? No. Clearly, you do not watch movies at Alamo Drafthouse, Dennis. I, yeah, clearly. I went to go see Jurassic World over the summer with the kids. Okay. And if you've ever been to Alamo Drafthouse, I highly mm-hmm. recommend you get there around 30 minutes before the, yeah, the always, show starts. They're always showing cuts of other films and shows related yes. tangentially to the movie that they're yeah, showing. They're always yeah. showing a bunch of quirky things, right? And ahead of Jurassic World, they showed like a little snippet of this Finnish heavy metal dinosaur band. Hmm. And I was like, is this for real? Sure enough, it's a real thing. And I was just wondering, given all the Finnish players on the team who are relatively young, they ha- so- somebody's had to have watched this show growing up. So we'll get to the bottom of that at the top of the hour. Let's answer some Hey Joe questions. Joe cracked it on. All right, this first one comes from Matt. Hey, Joe, now that the Panthers are still in full rebuild mode, what would the Bills offer Christian McCaffrey? Y'all. Y'all. Okay, so there's been some... some... There isn't a player on the team I wouldn't trade, by the way. At this point, everybody's tradable, yes. Especially since their draft capital has been... Yeah, they. uh, we talked about this with Jonathan Jones, CBS Sports NFL Insider yesterday. The the Panthers' biggest mistake in the last two seasons plus under Matt Rules, them having this idea that, oh, no, 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 we're truly in playoff contention. No, y- you weren't. You could not operate like a team that was just a player away from winning the division or making the playoffs. So they really do lack draft capital. And, yes, Christian McCaffrey would be trade bait. Here's the problem. What do you really think you can get for Christian McCaffrey at this point in his career, given the injury issues? My understanding is that if the Carolina Panthers wanted to move on from CMC, much like the Buffalo, or much like the Cleveland Browns had to eat salary to get rid of Baker Mayfield, the Carolina Panthers would have to eat some salary. And while I'm sure that Josh Allen would love to have yet another weapon, and they could probably find a better way to use Christian McCaffrey up in Buffalo than they were using him here at Carolina, it's not going to get the kind of haul that you think. Good idea. But I don't think it's the kind of haul that you think you're going to get. Well, it's also, though, you're not only getting rid of them, you're now clearing up the cap space for someone you could do something else with. But the question is, how much cap space can you really Well, here's the thing with the Bills, though. Don't don't ever forget this is a copycat league. You're right. The, The Rams just won the Super Bowl by selling out. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And if I'm the Bills, guess what I'm doing? They already They already went and got Von Miller, right? They have some mix and match running backs. They have a hodgepodge, right? They don't have a Christian McCaffrey. You you, you put Christian McCaffrey on that team with Josh Allen, Stephen Diggs, yeah, I'm with Gabe you. Davis. I'm with you on it. Who's stopping them? I'm with you on that. I mean, I'm not saying they can't win the Super Bowl without him, but just think about it last year. Odell Beckham Jr. gets to the Rams, and you're like, oh, well, that's what pushed him over the edge. So if I'm the Bills, active players have basically no value in the NFL. If not, that aren't quarterbacks, right? You could get a, I would think they could get a first round pick, which is probably the 32nd pick in the draft, given where the Bills are going to be. But 
Um, it's more of what you can do with your roster and that spot going forward. Next up. Say it ain't so, Joe. Say it ain't so. This one comes from Chris. Hey, Joe, why do you feel like the Panthers are off and on bad? I mean, that's most NFL teams. I don't, I don't think the I don't honestly, I don't think the Carolina Panthers are different than most NFL teams. Can you name for me the more consistent NFL franchises out there? Yeah, I mean the Packers, the Steelers, yeah. usually the ones that have a quarterback that have been has been in place, a coach that has been in place. Yeah, I mean you need you need a franchise Patriots. you need a franchise quarterback that's been sticking around for a long time. An, Saints, know, an otherworldly coach, but you know the Saints had Sean Payton. Yeah, and they had Drew Brees. You know that that kind of stuff. Not everything is afforded that, and then even teams that do win, typically they'll kind of have their pop up windows and they'll go away after a little bit. I mean, heck, the Denver Broncos won a Super Bowl with Peyton Manning, and then they've been wandering through the wilderness, and they continue to wander through the wilderness as a storied franchise in Denver. That uh, surgery info about Russell Wilson was awfully convenient, Weird. wasn't it? Weird. Yeah, for those who might not know, what, what happened What happened with Russell Wilson? What injury? What, what's going on here? He, he had a lat, a, a lat issue uh, that required surgery that, w- that was quick to be leaked out huh. by his team huh. to make sure everyone knew, you know, Mr. Unlimited, is, it's, it's not him. He's injured. He's, he's fighting through it. The nano bubbles just not kicking in. Mm. Unfortunate. Next up. Now lean back. Uh-huh. Lean back. All right, this one comes from Daniel. Hey, Joe, is it worth the Panthers calling Cam Newton in the wake of Baker Mayfield? Can injury? you all leave Cam Newton alone? I know I just blew out your speakers, but I feel like it needed you to snap out of whatever traffic haze you're in right now. You're kind of cruising along 40, and you're hearing, oh, yeah, you know, I was thinking, why not? Because Cam Newton does not need to go back to the Panthers. Again. He did it last year. Had that end. You had one moment with him, but two. You had the win in Arizona, and then you got a sold-out Bank of America stadium to see his return. But after that, he's not the same Cam Newton. It's a wrap, okay? Let the man live. Don't make him go through that crap again. So what, you bring him back for what? To be terrible on a bad team that's not going to make the playoffs? Who, what, who, Who's that doing anything for? Your nostalgia? If you're feeling nostalgic, go on YouTube and go watch the MVP season. <coughs> if you're feeling nostalgic, just watch The Mandalorian and play Spot the Reference for Star Wars. Mm. Next up. Yeah. All right. This next one comes from Cha. Hey, Joe, should the Hornets sit for Vic? Yes. The French Wamba? Yes. <laughs> Easy. Yes. <laughs> Do you think LaMelo's injury is all part of that plan? Yes. Sprained his ankle. I'm all for it. I'm all for conspiracy theories. I'm all for teams also real. Like the Hornets are the classic example. They never pick. In, like in the first three times, in the first three picks, and when they do, they're like, "Oh yeah, let's take Michael K. Gilchrist. He's awesome. He can't Ball shoot." Was third. Well, they finally got one after yeah. years of twelve and 13, 11, 12, 13. Do you think? Do you think that if the Hornets tanked, that they actually would get the number one? Do pick in the I draft? think Michael Jordan would be paid for his for all of everything he's done for the NBA? Yes. How come he hasn't yet? Well, he gets in his own way sometimes, but that's fair. How, how, do, how does Cleveland keep winning the lottery, by the way? Like, they win the lottery question. every other year. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Great question. I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes. I feel that you get more one-on-one time with teachers. With class sizes, like about 16 per teacher, you can really get that one-on-one help a lot of students need. 
A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu. Next up. Whoa. From Ewald. Hey, Joe, do you think the Mets fans are happier they got embarrassed this weekend instead of winning so they can go back to what they do best, complain? Well, are so- Mets fans happier now that they can complain? Yeah. They can go back to being miserable. Mm. Like, I don't know what to do they, with the success. Yeah, they can also sign Aaron Judge this offseason, too. God, if that like happens, they're they're going to start. You can crank that rumor up. I will laugh and laugh and laugh if that happens. Steve Cohen is the new George Stein, Steinbrenner. Oh, he'll throw money at it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That would be, that would be the first smart thing the Mets have done in a very long time. There are there are some teams where I do wonder what happens to your identity if you actually get to experience success. Sure, the Cubs, the Red Sox. We saw what happened. The Red Sox. They got even more obnoxious. So, like NC State fans, like what would you do? Probably spontaneously combust. Like, probably yes. Yeah. So I, I do probably feel, not something you need to worry about though for a while. I, that's a fair point. I do feel though with the Mets that it gave New York media an opportunity to just like the worst team money can buy. You know. Well, also, I mean that was in nineteen. What was it? Ninety one. Ninety two. Well, they spent how much money it's on this roster? Bonilla. This team? Yeah. No, this team made the playoffs, though. Like, they, they no, went out the one year. But it's, and went, but got, it's, but it's how, Coleman and Bobby Bonilla and but, ended up the worst record in baseball. Yeah, but people are mad at how they exited. That's why. Of course, now but, they can but, take solace in the fact but that's that, baseball. I mean, the, the postseason is literally just a roll of the dice. You never really know what's going to happen. Mets fans can the focus Braves on. The Braves have been the best team in the last four months. They're getting run over right See, now. See, now I think that's the real story. Is Philadelphia going to be able to so talk about combusting? Is Philadelphia going to be able to handle most of their pro sports franchises being good? Eagles are five and zero. The Phillies are beating the Braves right now. Sixers aren't bad. Got the well, Flyers Sixers are good. T- Flyers are terrible, but that's neither here nor there. Like I, I actually thought the Mets. I got caught up in the Mets this summer, and then I, I honestly, I'm going to admit something to you. I don't like to do. I didn't realize Buck Showalter was their manager. Oh, he is he is the ultimate cooler. He is the ultimate mush. Yeah, he's never won anything ever. We, we and did when, see and that. And the second he leaves, so what the Mets need to do is just fire Buck Showalter, and whoever comes in next is guaranteed to win a title. Yeah. This is this is the pattern of Buck Showalter's career. So I'm embarrassed to admit I did not realize he was their manager when I picked them to run, win the World Series. But now you have the easiest path forward you could possibly ever have. All you got to do is fire Buck. I was embarrassed for Buck Walter this weekend when he decided, now I'm going to check somebody's shiny ear for foreign insurance. Well, yeah. the, the spin rate, Joe, I've been told. I've been told the spin rate got a little faster. Buddy, you, you're getting beat 4 nothing right now. You ain't got nothing. I think it was 6 nothing. Was it 6 nothing at that point? <laughs> Dude, just stop. Go home. Go home and be a family man. All right, next up. How you doing? All right, final one comes from Grant. Hey, Joe, can you really be mad at someone for shoving you out of the way when you rock directly in front of them? <laughs> so what? Uh, Devontae Adams, in a bit of frustration, shoved the dude, a credentialed person, who was, I guess, taking equipment or some sort of film equipment out to the field. I watched the replay a couple times, and... Yeah, the dude that Devontae Adams shoved literally was walking in front of him. So I could see where there's a, a natural instinct to just shove the guy out of the way because you don't know what, what's going on here as a player. You don't know if that's somebody who came out of the stands or whatever it is. I think I read somewhere where the person is now looking for some sort of, you know, 
legal yeah. ramification on Devontae Adams? Nah, dude. You were in wrong place, wrong time. He shoved you. What are we doing here? You doing you you you, you calling the hurt line? Is that what's going <laughs> on here? Like, is are you showing up in a neck brace? Nah. I'm not saying Devontae Adams, you know, should get a pass or whatever. But when you watch the replay, like, dude just did directly walk in front of him it, like he didn't even see him. It's also, there's prop. I would imagine at this point with the NFL, there's a waiver because they make you put the vest on. They won't give you the vest until you yeah. sign whatever. But I would imagine it's like, hey, you're you're in a field. You're on the field, basically. Yeah, yeah, yes. you're, there's going to be play. The play, there could be plays coming at you, and you're kind of there at your own peril, a if you bit. will. This would be like me getting mad at Duke if somebody crashed into my into me. And broke my computer or something. Shout out to our guy. Yeah. Shout out to, He got a new computer out of it, so not too shabby. Yeah. More great news for carry commuters. With the new Go Carry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the Go Carry app, you can easily connect to gocarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the Go Carry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. Go Carry, where getting there is just a tap away yesterday matt rule was finally fired as the head coach of the carolina panthers steve wilkes was introduced as the interim head coach today i don't know about you julio but my overall takeaway from wilkes press conference was i didn't care much for matt rule and how he went about preparing things yeah i could see a career nfl guy bristling a, a little bit at a college guy coming in thinking he, he was the smartest guy in the room i, I could i can understand that. phil snow was the defensive coordinator he got out the paint so did the uh the special teams coach as well here's uh steve wilkes the interim head coach for the carolina panthers on why he let phil snow go as he took over two great men two great coaches uh it was my call uh, in my decision i just felt like i wanted a different approach uh moving forward and that was all that was all. Just wanted oh, a different approach. Phil Snow was with Matt Rule at Temple yeah. and Baylor. He is the one coach, basically, that Matt Rule had the brilliant insight to say, hey, you know, maybe it would be worth bringing somebody that I know who, who I'm friendly with to be, to be my defensive coordinator. Like, and look how that worked out. Phil Snow, like, their defense statistically was one of the best in the it NFL. Was. So why you wouldn't apply that to the offensive side? Again, I have no earthly idea. Didn't happen that way, though. Wilkes also went on to talk about putting the team – and the players first listen carefully. I want to try to keep it very brief because I never want to try to put the spotlight on me. Uh, I'm very humble and excited to have this opportunity and to do it right here at home is great, uh, but it's bigger than me. And uh, it's about this organization that uh, I truly love and care for. Uh, and it's about us trying to get this thing turned around and going in the right direction. Don't want to make this about me. Which kind of flies in the face of the way that Matt Rule, as we've come to understand, was a little bit different. Never forget the Joe Person athletic article at the end of last year where there was an anecdote that started the story where Matt Rule addressed the team saying, guys, you know I can have any college job I want right now. Well, other than the Penn State one or the Northern Michigan one or the other one, you know. But I've decided to grace you with my presence, with my brilliance. So there was a report making the rounds yesterday that Matt Rule was even so involved in kind of making things and crafting it in, in the vision that he wanted, the Matt Rule way of branding, 
that he even got hands hands on with social media. That report was making the rounds yesterday. So I asked around. I went, hey, you know, what? what's going on with my, my, with my Charlotte people? And sure enough, they're like, yeah, it's he basically had a college mentality. And that's what you keep hearing, college mentality, college mentality, a cult of the coach, which is re- that really is the deal in college. And he'll be fine in college. But I brought this up yesterday. Upon hearing that Matt Rule wanted a say in how social media was branded by the Carolina Panthers, that was big college coach energy. If we were to talk to Rod Brindamore right now and ask him about how the Canes do their social media, and the Canes are really great at social media, do you think Rod? How do you think Rod Brindamore would respond to my, to a question about, "Hey, so the Canes social media, what do you think?" What's Twitter? Probably, yeah, probably. Do you think Bill Belichick knows what a Twitter is? He does because he knows everything. This is true. But he would, yes, feign disinterest. He'd feign disinterest. Again, it's the difference between dealing with college people and dealing with adults in the grand scheme of things. In the grand scheme of things. But I'm starting to understand that this is maybe why Matt Rule and David Tepper got along. Because they kind of came at it with the, you understand that I'm bringing this to the table. Like, I, I'm bringing this, my my wisdom of, hey, Jay-Z said seven years to become an overnight sensation. Meanwhile, David Tepper is talking about, I brought music to Charlotte. You don't believe me? Here's what David Tepper said about the lack of success as the owner of the Carolina Panthers. And he went on a weird tangent related to the soccer team and music. You know, in this in this organization, just as an aside, away from football, in this four years, two COVID years, we brought in, besides football, we brought in a soccer team that is setting records, okay, and bringing 34,000 and revitalizing the city. We brought music back, not back to Charlotte, there never was music in Charlotte, you know, with concerts. We brought the, we, we reopened restaurants because of what we've done here. So if you look at what's really been done on the field, on the field, by this organization, there's been no lack of pro- progress in these four years, two COVID years, okay? So you want to look at the results? Okay, it's a results-oriented business. We've won, and we've won. You know, the place we're not, you know, we would do better on the football field, you know, in the future. What? Now, look, man. You I'm- overpaid for a soccer team. Yeah. Which is a Ponzi scheme. Yes. The MLS. Cool. Yeah. People are interested in soccer at that time of the year. I don't. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not disputing that. Sure. Cool. You brought like high school games, and there's more college games being played at the stadium. That's cool. There's more events at the stadium. That's cool. But like that is literally the lowest hanging fruit. Like now you're gonna celebrate. Hey, we took the NFL logo off of the midfield. Like this is the lowest of the low. Like yes. this is. You're not even. This is not even pang- hanging. You're stepping on this fruit. Because Jerry Richardson believed in the sanctity of the logo mm-hmm. and the sanctity of the stadium, and you you weren't allowed in the stadium unless it was an NFL event. Like this is how backwards the man was that you took over for. This is nothing to celebrate, but this is not even true. He talks about well, there is no music there. Okay, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt is that he, what that he, he meant was Bank what, of America. What stadium. he meant was I'm bringing concerts to Bank of America Stadium. There was no music before that. You want to hit up Scotty McCreary and ask him, hey, am I music? Hey, Scotty, are you music? What kind of music do you play? 
Do you play music? We, and I'm sure Scotty would look at you, would look at the text and go, "What the hell is Julio on? Is Julio okay? Did he go a little too hard in the paint again this weekend?" Because Scotty McCreary played Bank of America Stadium in 2017. Okay, so like, what are you talking about, man? Is that even true what he's saying? Now, were there a lot of concerts at Bank of America Stadium? No, there weren't a lot. Also, okay, so you are bringing music. What are the acts that he's bringing through? I have no idea. I don't follow the, the concerts. The most, the, the the most basic shows you can think of, like the easy p the layups. Okay, I see the shows that are coming through Spectrum Center. You're telling me that you can't get some of those shows to come through Bank of America Stadium? Cool that you got the Rolling Stones. That's easy, man. Carter Finley had Rolling Stones. Oh, you had Elton John? Yeah, man, that's easy. Billy Joel selling out Bank of America Stadium? Man, that's easy. You couldn't get Beyonce? Is that what you're telling me? You can't get Beyonce at Bank of America Stadium where she could easily sell that out. Instead, it's the Spectrum Center. Come on. Come on now, man. So even all that stuff is a load of crap. From David Tepper. COG, alongside Joe Giglio, I'm Joe Ovias. If you miss anything from today's show, you can check it out on the best of the OG podcast. Apple, Spotify, Google, you name it. We're there. Five stars only. Positive vibes only. You can also check out Pack Therapy. You can find Pack Therapy wherever you get your podcast. New episode on Friday. What do you got coming up this week, Joe? I'll have to, have to keep that a mystery. Oh. Like you, a special, you love a mystery guest. Special, special guest? Working on it. Not Scotty McCreary. No, there's an off week coming up, though. So, All right. All right. Something. Ask him if he remembers the time he played at Bank of America Stadium because clearly Make David sure. Depper doesn't. <coughs> so Wolfpack ain't for, small, small, for soft people. We know that. You can check out Pack Therapy wherever you get your podcast. It's brought to you by Pack of Wolves NIL Collective, empowering Wolfpack athletes, engaging Wolfpack fans. We'll check in with Sebastian Ajo, Carolina Hurricanes, Canes are back in action tonight. Canes also announcing a Hall of Fame. They have retired numbers. You got Ron Francis, Rod Burnamore, Glenn Wesley up in the rafters. But it looks like they're going to, at least based on the press release, open up a Hall of Fame. So not retired numbers, but still finding ways to honor Canes grades. Since those guys are already retired, they're already part of the Canes Hall of Fame. Burnamore, Francis, and Glenn Wesley. They're going to add one a year. You're shaking your head, Julio. Should not be, Ron Francis. Should not be. Sorry. Why not? He's the reason Rod Brandemore is not in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Yeah, but it's, it, but, but, it, but it's the Canes Hall of Fame. I don't care. Wow. Oh, you, you, you're you going to step to my guy. I'm going gonna to front against you. All right. All right. At Wake Med MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org.